Ich bin Ludwig und ihr hört das BS Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Mo Weekends. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. I am sitting here in the studio by my lonesome today because we didn't get a chance to record an intro for the show you're about ready to hear. Uh, but there's a really good reason for that, folks. Last week, we invited a couple of guys by the name of Kevin and Peter, co-workers of my dad, uh, to come into the studio and tell us all about their recent adventures in Shanghai Disney. They just went to Shanghai, and we were anxious to hear all about it. And we were all set to talk to them about the park, their experiences, their thoughts, all that good stuff. But what do we find out immediately prior to recording? These two guys are former Disney World cast members. So we got to talk about that. And we were, we were going to just start the show out discussing their time working for the mouse. Yeah, maybe spend all of about 15 minutes and then just move on to talking about Shanghai Disney. Well, in typical Magic Our Way fashion, uh, 15 minutes turned into 45 minutes, and by the time we talked Shanghai, we had an hour and a half podcast on our hands. So rather than subject you guys to that, we decided to go ahead and split the show in two. The first show you're going to hear right now will be all about Kevin and Peter's time as cast members in Walt Disney World. And the second show that you're going to hear next week will be all about their time in Shanghai Disney. Now, having said all that, guys, tonight you're in for a real treat. You're going to hear some really wonderful stories that Peter was kind enough to share with us. Peter, um, he held a very special position in the parks, if you will, um, one that led to a lot of guest interaction. And he was kind enough to share some of his experiences during that time. Folks, the stories that he told some will make you laugh, some will definitely make you cry, but all in all, you'll get a very, very revealing look at some of the backstage magic that occurs with some of your favorite Disney characters. And by the way, guys, we're probably going to have them back in the studio sometime soon because we've only scratched the surface of what we could discuss with these guys. I think y'all are really going to enjoy this one. And by the way, next week's show, it's going to be just as phenomenal. So... 
Now that I've gotten all that out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, Moeekins, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on The Hub, and we're about to talk with two guys who traveled to a little country over in Asia by the name of China. And when in China, as you know, what just opened this past summer, a little theme park called Shanghai Disneyland just opened, uh, they went and visited. So we're here to talk with Peter and Kevin, who are in our studio here in Metairie. Which yes. Is in, yes, actually showed up to do this. Live. Right here at the studios. <laughs> And uh, we're going to talk to these guys. So uh, say hello to the Moican Nation, Peter and Kevin. What's up, guys? I'm, uh, I'm Peter. How's it going? I'm Kevin. Awesome. Thank you for coming on the show, man. We appreciate you coming all the way out here to Metairie. <laughs> Absolutely. It was a uh, long drive. <laughs> <laughs> now, first and foremost, now, the, the reason we wanted to have you all on the show is because you all went to Shanghai Disney. We wanted to talk to you all about that. But in scheduling you all for the show, we realized that both of you all are former cast members. Yes. So, uh, if you don't mind, can we talk a little bit about that first? Yes. <laughs> right, Kevin, you want to go first? Yeah, so I would, did the college program in the spring of 1999. Mm -hmm. um, I worked at Electric Umbrella in Epcot, but it wasn't all about the job. It was just about the experience and being at Disney every day. Um, met a lot of people that I'm still friends with there. Stayed at Vista Way, which yeah. a lot of CP will know about. No, um, so, There's some nicknames about that place. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask but, you, are the stories true? Um, maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> no, it, there was definitely a party every night. It was, um, mm -hmm. it was a great experience and definitely glad I did it. So, Now, what was Electric Umbrella like? I mean, this was before they were a Starbucks, right? Uh, yeah. Well, Electric Umbrella is still there. Starbucks. Yeah, but like was, now uh, they serve Starbucks stuff? Am, am I, miss, am no, I wrong? Yeah, they got rid of the uh, the ice cream parlor that was across from uh, Electric Umbrella. Oh, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. You're yeah. right. And that was uh, Pasta Piazza, I think. Okay. Was there. Mm -hmm. But um, actually worked in the kitchen, so it wasn't the greatest of the jobs, but it was you know, part of the experience. So. Okay. But still, when you're out there, people would ask you questions. Any cast member, they see whatever, and your two-finger point and film <laughs> the everything. Way, so. yeah. <laughs> You'll be okay. So now, did you have any choice in where they put you? N not really. They, uh, I think on the application you had three choices that you would put, and obviously quick service was not my choice, but I think I put attractions and park greeter, which is you know the ticket takers and such. But, um, then they ask a question, if, if quick service was the only thing available, would you take it? And, of course, you say yes because you're eager to work there. So mm -hmm. that's what I got, and I took it and made the best of it. That's great, man. So, Peter, yourself. <laughs> um, so, I uh, I did the Disney College program uh, the spring of 2013, and uh, I originally actually got accepted as quick service food and beverage. Mm -hmm. um, and then during my interview process, I told my interviewer that I really wanted to be a performer. And um, she asked me if I had any experience. I was like, no, <laughs> not whatsoever. <laughs> um, I just thought, you know what? Yeah, everybody wants to be a character at Disney. And um, so actually I skipped midterms mm -hmm. and I drove down to Disney overnight. Got there that morning, uh, about two hours before the auditions and auditioned with 200 people. And uh, I was one of 12 people that were left standing. And then a month later, I got an email saying, hey, uh, we'd like to offer you a character performer role. Whoa. And um, so I, I was a character performer during my CP program. And, um, wow. Yeah. And then, uh, did my CP the spring 2013. And then, uh, immediately after they offered me a, a seasonal role and then I stayed seasonal with the company up through last August. 
Wow. Wow. So you wow. were in characters? You were in characters during your CP too? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So right. I was I was I was friends. I was were, friends yeah, who were you friends with? Yeah. I was uh, friends with Tigger. For ah. uh, for two years, and then um, I was friends with Buzz Lightyear for uh, the next year after. That. No way. Yeah. You know, uh, one year we went to uh, Grand Floridian, and Tigger stole ten dollars from my dad. You wouldn't know anything <laughs> about that, would you? <laughs> Did you split it? That's what he's asking. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, Park Fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, can't stand to anything about that. <laughs> no, I, I got in a lot of trouble though for different things, and. Uh, Aiken money was not one of them, luckily. <laughs> yeah. So, what was the experience like? I mean, um, it was—I mean, it was life-changing. Honestly, um, I think a lot of people, uh, there's—I mean, literally millions of people want to be a Disney character and mm-hmm. um, or be friends with a Disney character, and it—it uh, was—is it was a very humbling experience. You get to meet people from all over the world. Um, the the best thing is you get to meet uh, Make a Wish families and oh, wow. uh, like St. Jude's and different people that struggle and have a lot of setbacks in their lives. And so they save up their entire lifetime to come to Disney one time mm-hmm. and then you can be their favorite character. Oh. And so I have stories of like little kids that like Tigger was like their number one character they want to see. And then they come up and like they break down crying because it's just overwhelming. And, mm. and it's, it's a really humbling and just, it really grounds you because you can really change people's lives just by giving them a hug. Just as just a sticker or buzz light year. <laughs> yeah. And um so it was, it was incredible. And um I met a lot of amazing people, worked for a lot of amazing uh, managers and other people and um I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. How yeah. hard is it to communicate by pantomiming so much? I mean it, <laughs> I never really noticed a problem. I mean, there's not really a question that you can ask Tigger that Tigger can't answer. Yeah, so it's um it's actually really really um weird how they do it, but or not weird, but it's actually kinda cool. Um they won't let you go out in costume for like the first month mm-hmm. um you do about a month worth or like three weeks worth of training um in classroom and um at a facility that's located right off of animal kingdom property mm-hmm. um it's called main gate and so we okay. would be in classrooms in there for um nine to ten hours a day and uh we would study our characters that they were giving us and um we had to learn all of their uh personas and for me luckily i was in a dead height so I could only do Tigger. I was too short to be friends with Goofy and I was too tall to be friends with Pluto. And so it was like, literally they were just like, oh yeah, you're just going to be with Tigger for your entire program. I was like, all right, cool. Awesome. And yeah. so I had to only learn him. And so that was the best thing ever. And uh, characters are very, or Tigger is a very unique character. And mm-hmm. so um, it was easy to kind of pick up and learn him. And then I had some friends that had like nine characters to learn and different autographs and stuff like that. And yeah, so it was, it was interesting. <laughs> But it's but the whole the whole nonverbal communication, they put you through scenarios for two weeks. Every kind of scenario you can think of, whether it's like, oh, there's a three year old crying, or there's somebody that uh, is is bound to a wheelchair. How would you interact with this person, or how would you relieve this situation if your attendant's not available? Like the craziest things that you could ever imagine, and it really just like makes you think like, should I go back to like quick service and <laughs> do that instead? <laughs> but um. It, it 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 was it was really cool. It was really worth it, and um, it's actually a lot easier not to talk to people than a lot of people think. Right? <laughs> it still sounds stressful though. If you don't mind me asking, when you were friends with Tigger, was that in the park or at Crystal Palace, or is it just, or could that would that be the same friend? At, would you switch around? Yeah. So um, I, I guess I'll ruin a little bit of magic. So the way it works is a uh, a normal day during that time, um, they would have up to maybe a a dozen a dozen to two dozen tickers on property and um so you're you're talking about having 
Um, you're talking about having uh, three friends with Tigger at Animal Kingdom during that time when he was at Boat Dock. Um, you had two at Epcot for uh, UK um, when they were in Christopher Robin's bedroom. Right. Uh, you'd have sometimes up to three or four at Magic Kingdom for Thoughtful Spot. Um, Crystal Palace always has four. Uh, Grand Floridian has two. Whoa. Yeah, and then if they had special events and requests, you'd have other friends with Tigger available so we had a lot available and so my schedule would bounce around a lot and yeah bounce bounce around yeah. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> thanks, what thanks. Do best. <laughs> yeah. how hard was it not to do the i i you I, did it very well just now <laughs> i pushed for management to let me do it at least once in costume and they would never let me do it <laughs> yeah it, it was it was hard because the, the only thing we could do was in our contract was natural sounds so it would be like or, oh, and that that one got me in trouble a lot because little kids would just be like, "Ew, Tigger farted," <laughs> and like trying try to trying try to explain to like my attendant and a manager that was like listening, just like, "No, it's an accident." <laughs> Somewhere, some kids listening to the show and like, "That was him." <laughs> you punished me. I told you I wasn't lying. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So you could totally get away with it too. Like in the cat, he just pointed at the kid like. Hey, I don't know anything. I always pointed at the Pooh Bear. The kid did it. Yeah, the kid did it. <laughs> yeah, I always pointed at Pooh Bear. It was easy because Pooh Bear just didn't know what was going on. And, so, and you know, Pooh's so like just poo, like chill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pooh's poo, and yeah, I just Pooh he did it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tigger does get to be a little naughty. He does. He yeah. does. Yeah, I mean, between me and like uh, like Chip and Dale, mm-hmm. yeah, those are like the three characters that were like they could do anything. <laughs> I, I'll never forget. There was one time during my CP, I. <laughs> I was walking through uh, Hollywood Studios, or I like to call it MGM still. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. There, there was a, a chip hanging from a tree, <laughs> and Dale was pushing him on the tree, on the tree branch, <laughs> while they were like, meeting guests in line, like right in that little like, circle area when the hat was still there. Blew my mind. Yo. And nobody can tell Chipper Dale anything because Chipper Dale, Chipper Dale, and they can do whatever they want. <laughs> well, you know, for the longest time, there was a rumor that if you yelled, Andy's coming, Woody and Jesse had to drop and, and play. Yes. Play that, yeah. Play yeah. Big so, toys. Yeah, so that actually happened during my CP. That that whole really? viral thing happened um, towards the end of my CP. And um, it was funny because that picture that is all over the internet, mm-hmm. that's an actual cast member. He has his own Disney blog. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. that was two of his, uh, his friends that knew him. And so they posed like that. And then one crazy fan <laughs> made up that meme saying, oh, if you yell, Andy's coming... And so for a few times, like some pe- like some of the characters would be like, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's cool. It's part of the gig. Um, for for people that were friends with Buzz, Buzz's costume is a lot heavier than other costumes. Yeah. Um, that was one of the most stressful and hardest costumes I could ever be in. Um, it's literally in between like 50 to 60 pounds. Holy oh, God. wow. And okay. so we had on-site um, trainers there to like help us like get knock- knots and kinks out. Um, after shifts and even before shifts, um, because his costume was so bulky. And um, wow, so Buzz had his own masseuse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's so serious. Yeah, that's yeah. Is there any other characters that have a masseuse? Actually, it's every character. Um, yeah. Oh, every character does. Okay, yeah. I misunderstood. I thought it just Buzz because of the weight of the thing. Well, so they all, we, all the characters they all have a, a masseuse. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So um, every every park, um, every character department and entertainment department has um, professional trainers there that Disney contracts out. Mm-hmm. And so before shifts, you're actually um, you get paid to um, do a quick workout and warm up. 
And then if you want to go see the trainer, you go see the trainer and um, they'll, they'll work out some knots for you. They take your, uh, your employee number down, your printer number. They take that down just to record it saying that you went and saw them. And I would go see them just when I was having a really bad day. I needed a quick massage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's health and wellness that's right there, man. That's right there for those who want to be a character. Absolutely. Right there. Yeah. yeah. So is there any uh, system built within the costume for those who are working outside? It's got to get hot. How do they help keep y'all cool in there? So that's actually one of the number one questions um, is, oh, there must be a fan in there. Um, there's no fans. Um, there's no system really in place. They don't do like ice vests or ice vests or anything like that. Um, I was about to say even NASCAR has something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The great thing with NASCAR is you can actually pee in like your... Right. Thing, and, 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 and it's fun. Um, but none yeah. of that either? Oh, no, no. Oh, I have... No, no. There's been times where I've almost thrown up in, this, in the... Hospital. I've heard of stories about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, whew, it's, it's tough. And the whole thing is you can't break character. It's the part of that integrity and that magic. And so... <laughs> I, I know people that have thrown up in costume and they just and they wait until they get off set to take care of it and they'll go see another 15 minutes worth of families and go backstage and yeah there's no signal to like because y'all usually have like i don't want to call him a handler but uh okay yeah so we have a distress signal yeah you um, just did it by yeah. the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so so it's, uh, listeners it's, yeah. it's one it's one hand over the eye and uh-huh. the other hand up in the air doesn't matter which one mm-hmm. just always meant something if something was really wrong you would just see somebody start smacking their eye <laughs> and running and I, i've done that i've done that two or three times and that's never a good Bill thing says <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's never a good thing and um the problem with that is your your uh your character attendant doesn't know what's wrong and so you could be getting ready to go into a seizure you could be like blind by your your under skull cap that's mm-hmm. over your eyes or something and so it always freaks people out and like they tell you don't ever distress unless you absolutely have to mm-hmm. and so like I forgot to go to the bathroom one time and I was stressed. And <laughs> they're, they're like, oh my God, they get backstage like ripping everything off me. What's wrong? What's wrong? I just got to pee. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it, it's, it's great. But yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the universal signal. Um, there, there was moments where I've, I've been punched in the face by a guest and oh I God. distress signal to my attendant and my attendant takes care of that for me. Um, as Tigger or as friend as Tigger or friends with, yeah, or friends, both. yeah friends with Tigger uh, I was going to say you weren't Piglet well, it were was you? you and Piglet that was the problem you and Piglet was flirting with that man's wife yeah and that's why you got punched we, we did a show we did a show a while back where they, we did bad behavior in Disney and there was a guy that punched Piglet because he was like backing on his girlfriend he kissed his girlfriend's him. hand yeah oh wow he pantomimed like kissing the hand oh. and, and the guy was just the guy didn't have it wow uh, that's Turn them into pork chops. That's yeah, the it. scary what? thing is, is like Piglet is like ninety nine point nine percent women. Oh, yeah. You got because yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people forget like that, like the height range kind of mm-hmm. comes into play, and so we don't have a lot of short guys like that, and mm-hmm. so almost every every friend with Piglet is pretty much female. That's even oh, stranger that, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You just put a whole new like twist on that story. Yeah. So now you feel sorry for Piglet. (laughs) I don't know, but now he was like Piglet deserved it. (laughs) No, you just don't. Okay, we that was a whole. You gotta listen to the show. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like you know, there was there was some weird stuff going there. But so somebody goes ahead and hits you. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a guy from New York. Um, it was their first day on vacation. It was March of 2013, right during spring break. And um, I was uh, I was leaving 
I was leaving set and um, I, I usually bounced ahead of my attendant and um, bounced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> I, I love to stay in character, but I always caused issues because I would run through the crowds. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had, <laughs> and my attendant was like a six, four former Marine. Oh, and um, oh. he was, he was on the slower side, but if anything ever happened, he always had my back and I was coming up by uh, Cheshire Cat Cafe, by the restrooms in Fantasyland, right in front of uh, the teacups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there's this little girl uh, dressed as Snow White, and I like got down real quick, waved to her, and then I literally took three steps. On the third step, I looked forward, and then boom, just get clocked. And my head flew backwards, and I almost hit the ground. And I looked back, and I was just like, what was that? I thought my dumbass like ran into a tree. And um, I look back and there's a dad cracking up laughing, pointing at me. And he has two little girls like sitting over by um, uh, Cosmic Rays Cafe. What? And I was like, what just happened? And so if this photo pass, uh, <laughs> this photo pass female, I'll never forget. She goes, Dicker, don't you dare. Because <laughs> I turned around towards the guy that's walking back. <laughs> <to her. laughs> and so she grabs me and then I see my attendant coming down the hill, like our, the walkway. Yeah. And I a distress signal and he goes what happened and then I, I pointed to the guy and i like did the punch thing with my fist saying that he punched me and he goes go i got him and he literally runs he goes you come here and he went and grabbed the guy which is never you're never supposed to do that as, yeah. a, as a cast member uh-huh. but he i remember the last thing i saw was he grabbed the guy by the arm and swung him around and then i was backstage at that point you and bounced away oh i bounced out of there but it was it, it got it got pretty serious i'm not going to say what actually happened because it's kind of weird but um they uh i had a lot of uh, i had some management come in and they uh they discussed everything with me asked if i wanted to like press charges and um wow. i i didn't i didn't because um they this man apparently had some issues going on with his uh his family and um like his marriage and so like the wife came out of the bathroom saw what was happening and started like making a scene mm-hmm. and the girl started crying and so i asked more i was more concerned with like his girls like his daughters because yeah. they were like maybe four and six right like they were uh, real young and so you don't want to be a disney going through that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so yeah i i was just like no no no. just as long as he understands don't don't mess with us like that or don't mm-hmm. touch us like right, that and then right. um yeah and then they were on their merry way so. with that giant of a head how bad did you feel it i mean did you really <laughs> oh it's pretty bad it was yeah it's um yeah so i'm gonna just i'll ruin the magic um <laughs> so um yeah it's so, magic our way man yeah, yeah. we people are loving this right now yeah I'm telling you. yeah i mean I'm, disney's never gonna hire me back <laughs> <laughs> um so every every uh character performer um in their heads i think like 90 percent of the heads all have the same rings in it mm-hmm. so um when you go into your co- the costume shop you actually go in and you go grab a ring that um and you adjust it to fit your head and that ring is strapped in and then you put a chin strap around to make sure that that head is locked in on you oh wow because the number one thing that you never want to happen is that head to pop off right. Right. Yeah, yeah. that head pops off the, nobody might ever see you again yeah. not just as like a character but like your family might never see you again <laughs> disney will get rid of you because <laughs> wow. that, that's kind of drastic i'm just kidding about that. um, <laughs> that's all right but yeah but uh but yeah and so yeah, they I, I sent me to Neverland. <laughs> yeah. I like this guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they he die. <laughs> he do his thing. Yeah, but they uh yeah, they they make sure that like everything is secure so nothing could potentially happen with those issues. And um so I I actually <laughs> I had, like had a uh, stiff neck for probably three weeks. 
and I had to go to um, health services, which is behind Epcot for cast members. And then I actually had a bruise form on my head, my forehead oh, from God. the ring because of how hard he hit. So everything's strapped in pretty well. Mm. So like anytime somebody just even taps a character on the head, mm. uh, nine out of 10 times, like that performer is feeling it and you're just banging on their head. And oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have like, to go, sorry to go off track, but then you have yeah. the, um, the interactive Mickey now at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That head by itself is like 25 pounds. And you yeah, have to, believe yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, and you have to realize like the performers in there are all girls that are gonna or there's a couple of guys, but they're gonna be four eleven if not shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're already struggling because they're listening to everything with the interaction. And as soon as you tap them on the head, you're just adding more weight to it. And mm. it's just it's one of the most insane things. So a lot of people they, they just I, I can't blame guests because I was that little kid that growing up where I was just like, ah! and, um, but a lot of people just get lost in the fact that like, Oh, it's Disney. You can do anything you want here. Mm. And it's like that little Disney bubble. And, um, and so some people just get really overexcited. And they're like, Oh my God. And they start patting on the head and, <laughs> and you're just sitting there. You go home, like you pop like five of leave and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> See, that's good though. People need to know this stuff. This is like, you know, Disney character etiquette yeah. you're yeah. providing. Yeah. So good. Disney PSA, do yeah. not beat a character's head. There you go. <laughs> you care for the character. Don't hit his head. You know? Yeah. Like, please don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Cause they, yeah. Cause you have a couple of characters that they, they have enough seniority that they'll try to, uh, retaliate back and uh, you don't want that because <laughs> the, the best thing is we know what you look like you don't know what we look like <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's that's the best that's line. And, there, and there goes all of Disney's meet and greets <laughs> <laughs> yeah right speaking of which tell, tell us about Disney jail uh, we, we've heard so much about Disney jail oh you've been in Disney Kevin, jail you've been in Disney way. jail he's like Sorry. I'm handing this off to you Kevin <laughs> Peter is pointing at Kevin no. so I really have no info on it. I was no. I hard only, time in Disney jail or no hard times. I was only there for a short. I mean, not Disney <laughs> jail. <laughs> we were really there, right? <laughs> I was only at the college program for a short three or four months. So I, Peter definitely has more uh, experience with that. Than yeah. Me, the, so. the only thing I know is they have like a holding cell um, mm-hmm. at Magic Kingdom. I believe it's um, if you if you're walking from like the contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, right before you get to the main area, there's like a big eight foot uh, swinging gate mm-hmm. that okay. opens up, and I believe that's like where their like command post is for Orange County, because that's where all they also park the Orange County uh, Sheriff's officers, right, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, they're the ones that handle all that. Okay, um, and they 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 respond really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of undercover uh, agents and sheriff's officers that are on duty that are in the parks at all times, and then there's also the Disney Secret Service. Wow. Which it's is uh, Disney Secret Service? I didn't even Service. know there was such a thing in that. Yeah. It's a secret. I actually literally just had this conversation tonight with uh, I, I was I was with one of my friends and she I actually helped her get a job at Disney um, for a, pro, a CP program and we were talking okay. about the Disney Secret Service tonight so it's kind of funny, <laughs> um, but uh, it's like three tiers of security so you have your uniform security right. which is just like regular civilians. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, they really can't do too much. Okay. Um, they're not allowed to. Like they can't like detain you or grab you or anything like that. Right. These are um, the people that inspect your bags when you walk in the yes, park. Okay. Yes. Um if there's any serious matter where somebody has to get detained, they'd send it off to like uh Orange County. Orange County, okay. The sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if there's like a quote unquote immediate threat somewhere in the park or something serious happens, um back a house, different areas of Disney, there will be um I, I don't know what the proper term is. We we were always told it was Disney Secret Service. Um, I've only had, ever had one encounter with them and that was back in, uh, I believe 2014. Um, I had an incident with a guest or a group of guests actually. And, um, we had a contact 
global security for the entire company. And um, when that happens, um, our, our quote unquote secret service comes out in full force and they found the guest within three minutes in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at Animal Kingdom. I'll never forget that. And magic, <laughs> magic bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, Got you. Yeah. And um, they found them and uh, they took care of the incident and um, they were escorted out the park and they got banned for uh, about five years. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I like how you laying the law down, how it goes over it's there. It's kind of like Lee with the shoes, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't come in there and just do what you want. People are watching you. Yeah. Well, Be good. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Like Disney, Disney's very smart. They're very, I have so much respect for them and they're very smart because they made Disney World private property so they can yeah. ban anybody they want at any time. My high school, uh, Oh, I don't know if I should say that. Go ahead, man. <laughs> we'll bleep it out. Don't say the yeah. name. Bleep it out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, my high school, uh, high school, uh, they got in trouble uh, the year after I graduated, and um, they had a, uh, a temporary ban. No kidding. Jeez. Yeah, I live right the, by there. The high school? <laughs> yeah, um, they, had, they had a kid uh, break one of the animatronics, I think, on the Winnie the Pooh ride. No. Uh, oh. Back in, like, 2010. This was, like, on that grad night or something? Yeah, it was during grad night. Okay. And, um, yeah, and then somehow they they had like a temporary ban and so i think like i think it was like for grad night because i think our band went back but for grad night they switched yeah. to universal and sea world for five years <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then yeah yeah so it's it was interesting yeah ah. i think i think recently they like they just went back like last year but um yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah i live that's- right by high school oh nice yeah and, like yeah. a good friend of mine's at the band director there so i remember him going to universal and i was like oh, okay good yeah, it's different. <laughs> so now that kind of gives me a little more explanation why you had to do that. Kind of they, pieces together. Yeah, for yeah you. they they don't really talk about. It. We could definitely bleep that out though. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. We got our own secret service over here. You know. So yeah, explain. I'm still not quite gathering that the, the secret service now. What what is their responsibility? So it, um, for anything that's like immediate, that because um, sometimes like uh, sheriff's officers aren't always like within the vicinity uh-huh. of an issue or an incident. Um, they'll send in people that are dressed in plain clothes and um, it, usually it's not a necessarily excuse me sorry <laughs> uh, necessarily a uh, sheriff's officer but it'll be literally a former CIA or uh, FBI secret service agent mm-hmm. and they'll literally just pop out of like a back of house area mm-hmm. and they'll find somebody grab them and like show them a badge or any kind of identification they have and then bring them back to the house and then explain everything that's going on um, so these aren't the plainclothes people walking around trying to prevent shoplifting. Yeah, is- that's yeah, yeah. So you'll have your plainclothes people that are trying to like for like petty, petty yeah. crimes and petty yeah. theft and stuff. But then you have like the serious people, like if if like they think an assault happened, mm-hmm. something like that. Just like the Men in Black kind of. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. But the guy that I the guy that I had uh, I, I met briefly for like a minute to explain to him what the guy looked like that I had an issue with. Uh, he was like six, five, <laughs> the biggest dude I've ever seen in my life. Like a, a white version of the rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to put it in, in plain terms. Can, the yeah. <laughs> Can you smell? <laughs> I'll catch him on Jabroni Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't care what he looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, he, this guy was huge, huge, <laughs> and, like Donald Trump, huge, huge. <laughs> and, uh, we can believe that out too. <laughs> and, um, no, everyone's got to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. It's in there. You don't like it. Learn to love it. Hey, he's going to be in Hall of it's Presidents. It's the worst thing going today. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be in the Hall of Presidents soon, guys. Let's, uh, yeah. 
Like, That's gonna be something to see. Oof. All right, so look, <laughs> if, if we don't transition, we can go on like this. Yeah, yeah we can. Sorry, sorry. No, Kevin. So if we don't transition <laughs> to Shanghai <laughs> Disney, we're never. But otherwise, you have to do a new intro. We could do at least two or three more shows. Oh yeah, we could absolutely could. Y'all's cast members' stories, yeah, cast members. But um, real quick though, like, was that the worst experience you ever had with a guest? It's pretty bad. I mean, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's up there. I mean, I did. I had the very first thing that ever happened to me. I think was my worst. Was uh, I had a guest pick me up and my sternum actually cracked. Whoa! <laughs> what yeah. the? We didn't expect that. That's why we did that. <laughs> that was not practice. Sternums don't yeah. just crack. Yeah, yeah. it was like like literally just like a micro fracture, like a crack. But um, it, it was a. A uh, little intoxicated guest, he picked me up in the air, and then uh, when the attendant told him to <laughs> drop Tigger, <laughs> was, uh, it, was, he, was his name like, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, he uh, he threw me back down, and then uh, the, I kind of awkwardly landed while he was still squeezing me, and I just felt a I felt a weird pain kind of shoot up, and then I went and got X rays done, and I had a small, small, tiny crack in my sternum. Wow. But I couldn't breathe. And did you distress? Yeah, point? you did the eye thing. Uh, I did, and the problem was that we were the very last set of the night. And so we were wrapping up, and then a Make a Wish family came up. Oh, jeez! Oh, and I can't, you can't say no, even if you're not breathing. You to, can't yeah. breathe. The- <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm in pain. Make yeah. a Wish kid, that's oh, not wow. gonna work. So, so I stayed in character, um, really, really hard. Um, I was like leaning on Pooh Bear, trying not to like die. Oh, my. And they're like, "Oh, this is really my loves buddy. Pooh." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that was one of those things, and that was one of my moments in my like my Disney career. Where I was just like, you know what? This is why I do it because <laughs> like I I don't want to not give a kid, especially a Make a Wish kid, like yeah. that this moment. Yeah. They probably waited the entire day to come meet us, and so I was like, yeah, I can deal with that. And then after that, I just. <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to like the urgent care place right after work, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you you have a crack start." I was like, "Urgent? Like Disney doesn't have like a?" a- they do. It's 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 a complicated system. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I stayed off property and went and did that development thing, and yeah, because no, if if you if you if you show that you're injured at Disney, they'll put you on a modified duty. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a performer, that's one of the worst, worst. things you want. You can't um, be your guy. Yeah, you can't be your guy, and they'll put you like some people could get like park greeter. So you can go in the parks and like welcome people. Mm-hmm. Some people will get like a character attendant where you're just like an extra person and you're like at meet and greets and stuff. But then most people wind up in a closet like folding napkins. And <laughs> yeah, and you can do that for like three weeks. And so I had friends that did that and they hated their lives. And it's like 12, 12 hours a day in a little confined space. Like this is amazing. But think of like a quarter of this and it's like you're surrounded by like napkin boxes. And that's wow. The, yeah. So it's that so was one magical. of those things. So, so, so then you and, 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 and The Rock went after the intoxicated dad and nobody's heard from him again. Like ever. No, no, no. Uh, no complaints are actually for him. No. Yeah, I didn't know, actually know how to file complaints at that time. But Vince McMahon <laughs> signed him. <because> exactly. <laughs> he's their new world champion. Um, and best experience? Uh, best experience, um, uh, Make-A-Wish Kid. Um, I, I won't say his name, but yeah. um, it was about three months into my program, and he he came in for uh, his wish was actually to meet Tigger, which usually kids' wow. wishes are... I just want to go to Disney World, but his yeah. specific wish was to meet Tigger, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And that's where it kind of like hit me, like, oh wow, like I actually can matter to somebody. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, yeah, so they came up for their meet and greet, and he uh, he was confined to a wheelchair. He was six years old, and uh, he had been in a wheelchair since he was four, and um, he was missing all his front teeth. 
and he, he was the cutest kid. He was smiling and he came uh, wheeling up to me and I was really cocky uh, when I was a character. And so uh, I hated losing the kids in bouncing contest. Mm-hmm. And so um, he's the only kid I've ever lost to and I uh, let him win the bouncing contest <laughs> and, and he didn't even bounce. And that was the crazy thing. Like he, <laughs> he, he shook his wheel. It was the cool thing is he like, he like kind of jolted his, uh, his control on his wheelchair to like make him jolt a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was, I raised his both hands in the air. And the great thing is all the people in line, mm-hmm. it was like a 45 minute wait. All the people in line started cheering mm-hmm. and there were some people that were like tearing up and everything. And, um, his mom came and, uh, hugged Tigger and was telling me, um, his story real quick. And, it, it was it was emotional and it was really hard to hear um, because he he had got diagnosed with cancer when he was three and wow. then he started losing mobility in his legs um, uh, like a couple months after that and so he had been confined to a wheelchair since he was four and um, they said that he uh, they found out that the cancer was back he battled it went to remission and the cancer came back and so um, he one of his last wishes was to go meet Tigger and uh, what they said uh, was that during his uh, chemo treatment that they'd put on the Tigger movie. And that's mm-hmm. what got him through. And so he latched on at Tigger. And so she handed me the autograph book and I looked at it and I didn't feel right just putting Tigger. And so uh, I signed on one page and then on the next, on the other page uh, right next to it, I put never stop bouncing. And uh, cause we're not really allowed to write special messages to a uh, guest, but I kind of was just like, I can't just not. And I wanted to give her a little bit of hope because I could tell she was really upset. And um, I think any parent would be, yeah. honestly. And um, yeah, and so I wrote Never Stop Bouncing, Love Tigger. And um, I handed it to her. I closed it because I, I didn't want her to see it then and there. And then, of course, she opened it up and uh, she started bawling crying. And um, she came up to me and uh, she, uh, yeah, she gave me a hug and uh, she was telling me how much it meant and everything. And then um, that's when I actually got emotional and I lost it. And oh, um, they, were, they were my nice last family. Here. I got backstage and... Um, my attendant helped me out and I, uh, yeah, hit the, hit the, uh, floor and, um, I just kind of, uh, full circle was just like, I can't believe like that somebody like this young is going through this. And then it like, you realize like how many people in the world are going through it, but then to see it in their eyes and a kid that was so energetic and just happy to see you, um, it really just kind of hit home. And I, um, yeah, I was really emotional with that. And then, um, by Disney magic, uh, two months later, um, I got an email and, uh, he had passed away and, um, they buried him with that autograph book open to that page. Oh, Uh, no way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So if, um, you're end up thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. That's one, that's one of the hardest, but one of the most amazing things that I've ever been a part of. And so that really just like solidified what I did and why I did it. Cause there was days where we worked 14 to 16 hours and then those kind of moments happen. You, you gotta have days where you just, you're, you're glad the mask is on because you're bawling inside the, yeah. I, I'm choked up just listening to you. Yeah, tell no that story. Oh, I'm fine back right now. Yeah. Cause it's, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's tough. Crazy, it's, um, man. Ow. yeah, it, it's, wow. it, it was, it was tough. And the, and the thing is, is like, there's a lot of people that wear their, like their emotions on their sleeves, but for, for Disney uh, performers, it, it's very, um, it's very hard because, um, if you're having a bad day in your personal life, as soon as you step foot on property, it has to change because you don't know what kid, wherever they're from needs to see you. And so one of the, one of the big things that they taught us that I still do to this day, just even as myself, um, is 
uh, when I'm hugging somebody, I'll be the last to let go because I don't know how, how much that person that I'm hugging needs that. Mm-hmm. And there was times where little kids would hold on to me forever, like forever. And then the parents like were like, Oh my God, like they're falling asleep on you. But this kid was like, like whispering something about like how like they've been hurt or something, something happened to them or they feel safer around us. And then that just makes you wonder like what they're going through. And so it's just one of those things. So like in my life, like it really opened up about walking other people's shoes and just really opening up and like accepting everybody because you don't know what other people are going through. And so that, that that Disney's done that. And I think that that's one of the most incredible things that um, a lot of people unfortunately don't get to experience um, having that kind of like, uh, like epiphany moment of like, yeah, you yeah, you can't be in that spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, yeah. Yeah. Woo. Wow. So, uh, Kevin, what is your best? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so switch to a little more uplift. No, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. Kevin. No, 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 no. I mean, that was, yeah, follow that. Follow that, that was, that was a great, uh, I can't really follow the day on. you folded the napkin. Yeah. just right. <laughs> no, that yeah. is, Wow, no, that was, man, yeah. that is so oh, yeah. exceptional. My interaction with the guests was very little, like I said, so, you know, I would do best to help my coworkers, you know, <laughs> yeah. get things done at the end of the night or, you know, give it and cleaning the dishes or the pans or something. And that, that's the best I got. Is <laughs> 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 oh, that works. It's team effort. No, that I was obviously joking. There was no, <laughs> no, no way to follow anything <laughs> yeah. like yeah, that. No, that's, I didn't see that coming. I, I just sorry. It was a joke to try to because the moment had gotten so dire. I, mean, I, I was fighting. I, I need a tissue. I don't say that yeah. too often. I, <laughs> you want to go to Disney for a vacation? That's one thing. But go ahead, hug a character. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. you never know what stories you don't happen know in there. What to go? Yeah, I'm about ready to go inside and hug my kids. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm right. I want to call my daughter right now. Like, I love you. Remember we went to Disney World, and then we're like, we went everybody's side and stuff. Look, I love you. Wow, that's right. Yeah, listeners, right now, just pause the podcast and yeah, just hold your take kid. A pause just for us. Yeah, we're gonna keep going, but you pause the podcast <laughs> and hold your kid and don't hit the character on the head. You learned that lesson. Yeah, don't do it. You know you're ahead. helping out people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So Shanghai. So Shanghai. <laughs> so Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai. That's the wow. I mean, okay. wow. <laughs> Hey guys, we hope you enjoy that particular episode of the Magic Army Podcast. A couple of things here before we wrap up the show completely. If you want to learn more about the Magic Army Podcast, magicrway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com. You can call or text us. I did say text. You know, you kids out there, you know how to text. Uh, at this number, one eight one five mo weekend. That is one eight one five six six nine four two two six. Or you can go to our homepage at magicroway.com and leave a voicemail through our speak pipe through your very own computer. Man, it's very very easy. And as you know, we have a couple of guys on the show that do some extracurricular activities. You can support Eli and purchase his Project Geisha graphic novel. Shoot us an email at magicroway@gmail.com. And you can follow him at Instagram on eivory504. On Twitter, he's Hancock10166. And on Facebook, he is ehivory. You can also purchase his graphic novel through peepgamecomics.com. That's peepgamecomics with an X.com. 
If you need a book of vacation, trust Lee of Magical Moments Vacations, which is a platinum earmarked Disney travel agency. So if Disney trusts them, so can you. Book with Lee today by shooting him an email at lee at magicrway.com or call him at 413-DIZ-TRIP. That is 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. And keep in mind, a portion of every booking Lee makes goes to support Girl Power to Cure. And if you want to support the show as a whole, man, you could do the following things. You can go to our website and click on some of our affiliate links. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. Represent the Moican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And please leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And don't forget, guys, we are members of the BS Podcast Network, man. You can find a variety of different shows. So check out that network today, man, the BS Podcast Network. We speak our minds so that you don't have to. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini, magic out. Have a Disney day. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. <laughs> Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is a ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. but you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know? I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Mm-hmm.